and Amanda Onchalenko, your host for Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast. My door is open and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice. I imagine you're coming in to sit down with a beverage in hand, a little morning coffee or an afternoon tea to catch up. But hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, so feel free to come just as you are. I like to think of us as slowing down for a bit to share in the backstories of an artistic life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. This invitation to join in on discussions of a visual medium, without the visuals, affords you not only a pause from the busyness of your own day, but also allows you an opportunity to co-create and connect to your own stories through the example of mine. Season 1 began in my archives, while Season 2 will focus a little more in the present. I hope you'll enjoy the stories of my work evolving and share in the wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Make sure to stay tuned for the short meditation that concludes each episode. I know you'll walk away refreshed and able to simply be more and do a little less. Thanks for joining me for today's backstory and meditative moment of self-care. In previous episodes, we have chatted a bit about flow, about the painting process and how for me that tends to develop into a rhythm. I'm often reminded art imitates life, imitates art. In everything, there is an ebb and flow, whether that is seasonally, annually, or sometimes even daily. My studio practice is my regular workday, and probably like yours, it sometimes rotates through ebb and flow. For instance, regardless of the season, as I get more settled into my routines, and the physical motion of painting becomes a more familiar and comfortable process, smoother and more confident marks tend to be more attainable. Each painting session encourages a more relaxed process that keeps me present and in the moment where I am at an arm's length from the action of solving a compositional problem in colour. I also trust myself more and allow myself to make choices and then maybe make another one if the first one ended in disaster. As studio time gets more consistent and I allow less and less other responsibilities to eat away at my work time, I get more confident with my process and in turn make marks that are more effective and can have more efficient results. Developing a studio rhythm within a particular body of work seems to be important. We've talked about shapes and how I often go through stages of work on multiple panels of the same size and shape for a period of time. The square, for example, has been in literal play for a lot of the past year or so. 48-inch squares have been available in cradled panels firstly, which isn't always the case given recent manufacturing challenges. I've been partnering these large squares with a twin to become a diptych. For those wanting to know why I don't do triptychs with four-foot panels, it's really because my little studio can only handle a pair. Four by eight feet is pretty much the extent of my painting space right now, and though I have been known to paint myself around a corner adapting to COVID-19 shutdowns, I don't think I really need to do that again. Before I began Kaleidoscope, today's featured painting, I'd been working on a pair of diptychs that had gotten to that teetery point where they aren't quite finished but need some time to percolate before I can take them across the finish line. At that point I want to continue to paint, but also I want to avoid losing the magic that is fomenting in the current works in progress. On days like that, it's a good thing to have a naked, unprimed canvas or panel of the same size to get painting on. I love the beginning of a painting. 
It's where the action is fast and fluid, and my physical movements, as well as the paint, really do flow. It's an in-between transitional place during the work of art that has no attachment to outcome. Initial marks for me are all about freedom and simply being present until the alarm goes off and I have to pack up and go home. So where does the subject come from, I've been asked. In this case, we had recently been to Montreal exploring the waterfront in the old city. We came across a temporary gallery or exhibition space and just outside of it was a public space, part incidental green space, part wild native flowers and part volunteers, meaning weeds. It's all about perspective, right? Weeds might mean a totally different thing to you than they do to me. Actually, I don't call anything weedy, I just prefer the term naturalised. Anyway, I took a few snapshots as visual documentation of the moment before we continued our cobblestone walk back to the hotel. Much later, I revisited those snapshots in passing and used a group of them to help give an initial structure to this very new composition that was just getting started on the paint wall. Having been previously painting with disciplined regularity, the mark making becomes way more fluid and the results encouraging. And though I didn't have a formalised plan when I began beyond a backward glance at those miniature incidental green space snapshots on my iPhone, I did allow the composition to lead the way. I tried really hard to avoid those a painting. When I did feel the magic happening, I forced myself to walk away before I took it too far and lost the simplicity of it all. Leading well enough alone may have been my biggest accomplishment with this painting. It's so unlike me. I liked the looseness of the shapes and colours that suggested instead of describe the subject. I liked the strength of the composition and the dominance of purple and periwinkle, which differed from what I had been working with in the previous paintings. It's good to switch things up sometimes, to go with the flow and accept we don't always have control of a composition. Painting can actually be a humbling experience. We might think we have control of a situation, but a few marks here and there can change the total tune of a composition really quickly, and not always in the direction we plan. On other occasions, a painting in process can lead us to a new and unexpected result. Less can actually be more, and that's what I think happened with Kaleidoscope. My friend and picture frame of Chicken Coop Productions had seen some developing work on the paint wall through the end of 21 and the early part of 2022. It's funny, sometimes I would ask for a critique from this once upon an environmental design grad when we shared space in the same building in the exchange district. This is a person with an engineer's mind who is a deep critical thinker and who has handled the work of legends in the Canadian art world for years. In response to my request for a critique, I would sometimes get a, oh, I like what's happening there, or, mm-hmm, great, or, and raised eyebrow on occasion that would say, um, are you serious? Are you asking me that question? <laughs> that eyebrow had the power to clearly let me know that a particular work still had a long way to go before it was totally realised. On a couple of other occasions though, particularly when it came to my art quilts, this same person would be enthusiastic and very complimentary. And on rare occasions, he would waltz into my studio from his own across the hall and proclaim he was going to buy something. Most times I would have just given him the piece in trade for framing or in gratitude for the support and encouragement he offered, but he would insist and need an official receipt for his records. I was pleased to learn Kaleidoscope was to be the newest addition to this vast collection. This client and friend 
has made some beautiful handmade frames for various pieces over the 20 plus years of our association and I look forward to seeing what he eventually adds to this one that he now owns. The title for this painting, Kaleidoscope, came about while I was in the process of working on the Wonderland pair. I'd asked for some requests on Instagram and received some lovely suggestions. Thank you for those. I had filed the name Kaleidoscope for later use at the time and it just seemed to fit this particular painting. Sometimes a name can be symbolic or personally coded, but at other times it might be something just resonates and we go with that. And that's what happened with this one. I hope you like it. Do you remember playing with a kaleidoscope as a child? I recall being fascinated by the endless combinations that evolved out of a few small shapes as they moved and tumbled paired, joined, separated and reformed in new associations in a colourful, miniature stained glass world. Working on the painting Kaleidoscope felt a bit like a magical arrangement. It came together as a series of shapes, colours and lines that merged, grouped, separated and reformed into a composition. Today's meditation I recorded at my dining room table in a reflective mood while my hands were busy in a repetitive process with a whole bunch of shapes. In it I allowed thoughts to join in as an arrangement. I did not prescribe, but simply allowed. Let's think of it as an evolving, imperfect composition made with words that you are free to colour. Do you ever find yourself needing some time to just chill out, tone out, to just be by yourself? Right now I'm feeling that and I'm finding the comfort in a marker doing a meditative, repetitive action. My daughter has an installation for her architecture program and I've taken up implements to help out in some of the menial tasks. It's kind of like colouring in. I don't know if you remember when you were younger. I used to love to colour. I wasn't always good at colouring in the lines, but the action of taking up an implement, making a mark, and settling in with yourself was always the true comfort of the process. So I'd kind of like to use that focus today for a meditation that I hope you'll join me in. I'm going to apologise about the clicking sounds, but that may become the background of our meditation today. So let's settle in with ourselves. Find a quiet spot, lie down, sit down, relax somewhere that's comfortable for you where you're not likely to be disturbed. I'm sitting at my dining room table with a marker in hand and I'm going to be colouring while we're talking. I want you to take a couple of deep breaths just to establish yourself right where you are. Are you comfortable? Need a pillow under your knees or a head support? Sort that out if you need to and otherwise we'll just close our eyes gently and begin to relax and focus on right where we are. Just breathe in, settle in where you are. We're not going to force any action or instill any directive for our breath. We're just going to let our natural rhythms be our natural rhythms. 
Notice where you are, how your body feels against the surface that supports you, whether that's a chair, a yoga mat, a couch, a bed, or on the floor. Just notice how your body feels right now. I'm going to invite you to invite ease within. Make a simple request. Great Spirit, I'd like to invite ease into my interior systems. And it's done. We have the capacity to calm ourselves with the universe's help at any time. When we are busy or flustered or feeling stressed or anxious, we don't remember to call on that capacity, but it's always available. Great Spirit, I ask graciously for your assistance, and it's done. I'm already feeling myself calm and settled. Are you? Closed eyes. We're just going to allow any visions or any sights or any sounds. Maybe it's a color. Maybe it's an image. Just notice where you are and what you're feeling. You've invited calm into our system. And just let it be calm. I'd like you to come back with me to a younger version of yourself today, shall we? One where you were comfortable with crayons or pencil crayons or markers. In Australia, we called markers textures. So if you're Australian, maybe you're thinking of textures. I've been in Canada so long now, my textures have become markers. I'm using a red permanent marker on clear acrylic perspex. But I want you to go back to when you were a child, when you had either chalk on the sidewalk, or you had crayons in a bucket, or a pencil case that was precious that held your favourite pencils or markers. Go to that age at that time in your life when those things were precious to you. I'm assuming they were always precious to everybody, but that could be just my bias. Open that pencil case or that bucket of implements. Imagine that smell. Is it wax crayon or pencil shavings that you're opening yourself to? Inhale that scent. Inhale that image of your younger self, at peace and at ease, busy in a creative endeavour. Breathe it in. Relish that moment. I want you to imagine you're either, you might be sitting at a table with paper in front of you. You may have a scripted colouring book or your surface might just be blank. Maybe you're outside. Maybe you've got a stick in the dirt. Maybe you're on a beach and you have a series of sand and sticks and shells and you're making marks right there. 
Make the choice for yourself. Where are you going? Where do you find yourself? How do your creative marks evolve? Breathe in those memories. Exhale the tension of what holds you in your present situation. Imagine you can just colour over the difficult circumstances you might face in your everyday life. Pick up a pen, a marker, a crayon, a piece of chalk and simply just colour over it. It doesn't change the circumstances, but it gives you a pause in the moment right now where its impact is lessened. Now I have a smile on my face as I recall these moments with chalk on the driveway, with markers or textants in my hands at the desk or at a table. And I find myself quiet, my senses still, and my focus and intention is just on the activity I have in front of me. Review your activity. Are you colouring within the lines or beyond the lines? Are you making up your own lines? Are you making those lines with crayon? Or are they with pencils? in all the colours that you love. Maybe your hands are in the soil or in the sand. And you can feel those textures evolving around you. You can see the marks that you're making, transient, ephemeral, but they're yours. Where are you? Where do you go? I feel myself lying down on a beach right now. My hands are in the sand. And they've reached just beyond the edge of my towel and they're looking, searching for crusty little pieces of sand that can become crumpled and smoothed within my grip. My hands don't stay still, but the rest of my body is quiet. The sun warms my surface. I can hear the ocean in the background. It feels like an elemental directive a request from the world, from the universe, to simply allow my system to quiet, to rest, and to receive. Stay with your own images, in your own environment that you've constructed. 
be within your own imagination. until you are ready. To come back to where you are. But before you return to the regular activities of your day, I want you to think about some of the qualities that younger version of yourself embraced. Everything was an opportunity. Everything was exciting and had potential. Responsibilities were few. Free time was frequent. And the ability to Colour and create was always available. I'm still smiling when I think of that younger version of myself, her creative enterprise, and her ability to be present. I'll ask you now, as you move on to the rest of your day, to try to be present in whatever your day brings. Be well. Thanks for joining me in this practice. Time is precious. And I'm very grateful you have chosen to spend some of your valuable time with me. I hope you feel refreshed after our pause together. If you're able to, I'd recommend spending a little extra time on yourself right now. Meditation helps me to feel refreshed on all levels. In fact, I'm often surprised at the depth of my focus moving forward into the rest of my day. Your imagination is a gift and I love that you get to co-create mentally along with me. But if you would like to see the visuals I discuss in the episode, you can catch the show notes and images in the blog on my website, mandart.ca, which is a whole lot simpler than trying to spell my name, Anchalenko. If you have enjoyed the invitation to take a little break and found something that resonated for you, please feel free to share this opportunity with a friend or to write a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd be very grateful for your contribution. So, until we meet again on a Tuesday, may you find your own wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Bye now.